So how's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Rising Lotus podcast. I'm Derek, and I got across from me Josh, the owner of the business. Yeah, hope everybody had a good week. Yeah, um, I hope everybody had an awesome week as well. Um, we had a lot of, first off, before we get into the topics this time, we had a lot of awesome feedback on the podcast. Uh, it took a minute to get it on iTunes, but we finally got the podcast on iTunes and it's also on SoundCloud. So if you guys didn't know, uh, we posted that on the Facebook page, yada, yada. So yeah. So today we want to talk about a certain topic, which is how your diet can affect your everyday life, your, your fitness and your diet can affect your everyday life. And a couple topics that we want to go in depth is it'll affect your sleep, your mood slash interaction with other people, your well-being and your health, your mental clarity, your physical strength, endurance, and your flexibility. So we want to, we're going to jump into this, this first topic. So Josh, did you have anything you want to say to the people before we jump in? Uh, as far just, as yeah, just thanks to everybody who's listened already and given some great feedback. Uh, one of them was my mom. So again, shout out to my mom for the awesome uh, feedback on the podcast. I yes. appreciate it. Go moms. Um, I think the best spot to start would be to probably talk about clients that we have now and what they've said to us as far as what they're noticing in their life. So um, we always make sure to ask people when they come in what, how they're feeling, how their meals are working. I mean, right. I think one of the main things I ask is, do you have more energy at work? Are you sleeping better? Um, what are you noticing that you didn't notice before? That type of thing. The answers always vary, but one of the big ones has been sleep and energy, more focus at work, better mood. That's what we, that's the, those are the, the broad sweeping ones that we hear. So, okay. So how your diet and your fitness affects your sleep. I'm going to let you, cause you were just telling me before when we were brainstorming that when you, when you were at GNC that that's like one of the main things you talk about to your client while well, you're the people that came in the door. So, right. So a lot of people when they're trying a new diet don't often, so they ask you to write down what you're eating or you're looking at what you're eating. You're writing mm -hmm. down your calories. You're putting it into an app. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's big. My fitness pal is huge. There's some other food diaries, right? There's a lot of competing companies. Yeah. Ca yeah. Calorie burn. I think that's one of them mm -hmm. it tries to track all that. So you're so focused on that that they never ask you or you don't ever write down anything about your sleep. You don't pay attention to how you're sleeping. It just doesn't happen when you, at least for me, until now. I mean, self-awareness will teach you that. You'll start noticing it, right? Yeah. So I would just ask everybody if they've ever considered to write down how they're sleeping when they're switching between diets. Mm -hmm. Say you tried Atkins or you tried keto or you tried... Uh, carb cycling or a high carb diet or intermittent fasting you should probably just write every detail about what you're feeling i think that's the take takeaway message for that part because um, you will sleep better given certain you know uh, diet changes for your body so right. for example if i eat carbs i know towards the evening especially it throws my sleep off i don't sleep as well i wake up groggy when i do Carbs pre-workout and post-workout and no carbs in the morning and no carbs at night. That's kind of my setup in a way. I think that's yours too. Yeah. So you would say that 
carbs, getting your carbs in at the right time, getting your protein at the right time. There's a, there's like a, you would say there's like a, a window, like you should have certain macros to enhance your sleeping, right? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of, you know, for example, when you eat, when you eat carbs, insulin is released and insulin can get in the way of other hormones at night while you're sleeping. Right. Growth hormone being one of them, melatonin being one of them. So you just don't sleep as well if your insulin levels are high. So you're looking at pasta and rice and bread. I mean, dude, who doesn't like a midnight peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the temptation is always there. Yes. So, But you will sleep different for sure. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not from just one night of doing it. Sometimes it takes a week of eating a certain way to to sleep worse or better. Um, But I know that I wake up before my alarm full of energy when I'm eating the the carnivore diet that I am. So the steak twice a day, carbs real low, uh, the five, four or five eggs in the morning with the smoothie like we, you know, like we do. I don't know if you're still doing that. The carnivore? Uh, no, the, just the eggs and the smoothie in the morning. No, I've been, so <laughs> we mentioned in the last one that me and Josh are really close, but we kind of have our own thing going on. So I've been doing this, this chocolate banana smoothie well, chocolate shake, I guess. And basically, there's a banana, there's oatmeal. It's all good carbs, I mean. But I guess that was my uh, question that I have for you is, is it is it bad to have your carbs, like, right when you wake up? Because you want, don't you want that that kind of, or do you need That's to see, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do, because the idea is that you have, the idea being that you have glycogen and sugar. I mean, sh- sugar, not, I don't mean sugar from a candy bar. I mean, when you eat carbs, whether it, when, when it comes from oatmeal, your body breaks down the oatmeal into a simple carbohydrate, mm-hmm. which is like sugar. Right. It becomes dextrose, or I'm sorry, it becomes um, uh, glycogen. So it gets stored in the muscle and the liver. That's what the carbs break down to, right? Um, the idea is that you're going to have enough energy if you eat carbs in the morning. But a lot of the research now is showing that it's calories. So eating a bulk of your calories in the morning is a good thing. That doesn't necessarily mean from carbs. So I think that every I think that you and I are different in that regard. I think that you might have carbs in the morning and it actually helps you get through your day. Mm-hmm. You ha- you're more energized. But when I do, I crash pretty early. I think it is a little individual, but overall I think that if you follow a large breakfast that's high protein, high fat, not fat in a bad way, but right. from a couple of whole eggs or avocado or even, I mean, steaks, turkey sausage, chicken sausage. Not, I don't really, I don't recommend pork at all, but basically a higher fat content diet in the morning. So for me, it's that protein smoothie, blueberry, chia seed, um, and a protein blend. And then I have the eggs, chicken sausage, spinach. Um, at least we share a kind of common breakfast there. Yeah. So it kind of goes back to like what we were saying last week about not making it complicated and doing what works right. for you. And that if some, oh, yeah. if some fitness guru is telling you, Hey, you got to do this. Yeah. You have to, then have they're carbs. wrong. You I mean, carbs, right. When you get out of, right. pop out of bed and start <laughs> eating oatmeal, like, dude, I'm going to throw up. Oatmeal is terrible for me. Yeah. Do you have, it takes what? 30 minutes to eat a bowl of oatmeal. See, I don't that, have time. See, that's where we're different <laughs> because I love, I love oatmeal. You see at wow. Red Lotus in the gym, I have, I make this thing called chocolate oatmeal. 
right. and it's got chia seeds it's got a half cup of oatmeal it's got flax seeds it's got a protein chocolate yeah it's I, got i'm not saying i hate the taste of it right when you make it right yeah I just, you're just it, not a fan it takes so long to eat it That's i true. could blend it and i used to i used to be my mass gainer right there just like that but you know with peanut butter and some higher sugar fruits and things like that right yeah. So placing your carbs at a certain point during the day right. is going to help with your sleeping. Right. I mean, it, it just makes sense. It makes so, hundred. It makes it makes so much sense if now that now that we've kind of right dissected it a little bit. Well, yeah. So what it is? Well, there's two things. One one of the biggest things is when your insulin insulin gets in the way of other hormones. It gets in the way of testosterone, estrogen. You can't always have high insulin. So for me. I think the calorie spike in the morning is what your brain needs. I think your brain feeds off of good fats, which is true. Mm -hmm. Yes, your brain feeds off of of glycogen and the carbs that you eat too. I'm not saying that, but your brain generally can run off of, it's it's burning calories from where it can get it. So in a way, it's kind of like ketosis, your brain is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have just the process of, I think it's gluconeogenesis, the conversion of carbs into simple sugars right it doesn't your brain doesn't thrive off of that in fact a lot of the research now is showing that as you age your ability to use carbs to fuel your brain goes down meaning your brain starts not using carbs very well and it's more fat based so my brain feels better in the morning if i don't have carbs i feel way more focused i don't feel hungry if it's a high fat high protein meal so if i have the oatmeal now i really notice it i get super tired yeah so i'm drinking more coffee I'm drinking an energy drink right. if I have carbs. Right. If I don't have carbs, you I don't, don't need the caffeine. Right. So for me, that's it. So what that's would you what would you recommend? I know this is kind of off topic, but what would you recommend someone having for a breakfast that isn't what that that isn't full of carbs? Because they're all the smoothies have carbs. I mean, you can kind of take right. things out, but fruits carb, right? right? Fruit is a carb. Oatmeal is a carb. So. Right. I mean, if you could give like the homies listening, I need to figure out a name for you guys. What are we need to? Because homies, I don't know if you guys like that or not. The but the Lotus community, the Lotus community. That I I think that sounds more professional than homies. Right. But I'm sure there's a lot of people that are asking. Well, you're you're saying all of this. How where where can I place my carbs in all of this? And obviously, it makes sense to not do it before. You go to sleep, but in the mornings, for example, what would you recommend for an app, any viewers looking right. to? Yeah, good question. So I would say if you happen to feel better, if you happen to notice you feel better with a large breakfast that doesn't have carbs. So this is a little side note here. If you go out to breakfast and you're used to having, let's just say the standard breakfast first, which is what, like? They do three eggs for, like you go to Bob Evans, they have three eggs for you, you get a side of toast, side of hash browns, and bacon or sausage. That's right. a standard meal. Mm-hmm. The idea, if you go there from now on, is to get the fruit instead of hash browns, and instead of um, toast, I think, oh, I can't remember what your other options are. There's a lot of other options you can get that aren't carb-based. Yeah. Or double, oh no, I'm sorry, you can do double on the turkey sausage. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant, man, because when I eat that, I feel way better. Right. And the potatoes give you the crash. The bread gives you the crash. I mean, sometimes I have to do it. Like, dude, I eat two breakfasts, two full-size $10 breakfasts after that Tough Mudder. So that's the side note. That's not the point. 
Just try it on your regular days. If you go out to breakfast with somebody or by yourself, just try to cut the carbs for a week and just see what happens. So cool. And then other than that, my recommendations would be, I mean, yeah, you're right. Smoothies have a lot of carbs. If you make them with bananas or strawberries, like higher sugar fruits. Right. But the reason I think the blueberries are perfect is because the glycemic index is lower on that than most fruit. So that means that your insulin doesn't go up nearly as much. Like a banana shoots it up, whereas blueberries don't even come close to that. Right. And they're just really good for you. Oh. Um, so, I, yeah, I, use, I prefer blueberries in the smoothie. It's They're great antioxidants. They protect your heart, your brain. A lot of research connects blueberry to long-term brain health, like neurological health. So I'm all about, I do it every day and I probably will forever. So what about the rest Organic of the berries? Organic frozen blueberries. What about the rest Red, of them? They're, they're, they're all good too. So it's not, it's not just a blue. Yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not being. <laughs> I don't know what that's called, but. Blueberry. So. I'm not being. Uh, yeah. What? Biased towards yeah. blueberries. So you can do, you can do strawberries. Blueberries. Yeah. Lesser on the, I say lesser on the strawberry. I mean, if you really care about keeping your weight down and being lean. I mean, energy is one thing. The sugars from fruit can give you tons of energy. Right. I'm not disputing that. Yeah. I'm disputing if you want to look your best, you should just cut the higher sugar ones out. Yeah. So raspberries, blueberries, blackberries. Yeah. We don't want to make it seem like carbs are the devil because no, not. I feel like kind of need some carbs. Absolutely. Like you can't just cut out every single carb source ev- throughout the day or you're going to be like on a lot of coffee. You're going to be on a lot of caffeine or something because you need some healthy, like quinoa, like brown rice. Like you need the, you need the healthy, is it lower glycemic or higher? Like is brown rice considered a higher glycemic index or is it lower? The lower. Yeah. So the slow, you want more of the slow digesting carbs in your meals. Correct. Just don't like overdo it. Like for me, I'll do like a half a cup of quinoa in my meals if I'm doing carbs. And it's right. awesome because quinoa is just like, tastes like anything, yeah. anything that you mix it with. So I'm actually blown away by the number of people that have enjoyed the quinoa. Yeah. Like everybody loves the quinoa we serve. So it's like what, 65 people? That yeah. You're like, really? Yeah. Because normally people don't eat it mm-hmm. normally. So it's interesting. Right. I was talking to my parents about quinoa the other day. First of all, they didn't know how to say quinoa. Yeah. They're like, how do you say it? And they're like, what is quinoa? I say quinoa. Quinoa or something like that. <laughs> right. But I like it. I mean, it's it's versatile. It's a you complete, can, complete protein too. Yeah. So that means all your amino acids are present. Right. The ones that your body needs. So it's a good vegan, vegetarian source of protein. So yeah. If you're trying to go less meat, quinoa would be the best thing to keep in your diet. For sure. Yeah. So besides going out to eat and making small changes to your plate, yeah, I mean, you just be consistent with it. Every time you go out to breakfast, just say, uh, what can I get instead of hash browns? What can I get instead of toast? I mean, I say that breakfast is the meal that I'm most likely to eat out at for our family. Because right. Sunday mornings, we love to do it. When we finally get a break and the, the kids with Brittany and I will go. That's like the, all the time we get to go out to eat. Right. And you've seen us get like Bob Evans to go a lot. Oh, yeah. And bring it here. Yes. Um. And you'll always notice I just, I stick to a certain pattern. Yeah. And if I get the multi-grain cakes instead of toast, I'm eating like just one pancake or yeah. half, not all three. Yeah. Just to get that little boost. Um, and then other than that, if you're going to start prepping your breakfast from scratch and your goal is to figure out if carbs are what's making you tired, because most breakfast, whether it's a granola bar, dude, granola bars, I hear all the time. 
high sugar protein bars. If you look at the back of your protein bar, you're eating in the morning and it says like 30 carbs and 19 sugar. Yeah. You should throw that in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> and you start eating whole real food. So that's, that's just the step one right. for most people. Yeah. Um, and then past that, if you have the time to cook eggs, um, huge fan of eggs, man. And I would, this is going to be, on. I don't know if this is true, but there are probably some people out there because I was one of them a few years ago. Well, I was a little bit younger, <laughs> younger than a few years ago. All right. That thought that eggs were baby chickens. Oh boy. And that's why I would avoid them at certain times. You'd be like, man, that just sounds so bad. Yeah. There's like a, an egg, a real live creature in there. Yeah. But that's not true. And I'm sure you knew that already. Right. Sure, but for the context for okay. the audience, let's this is go context. <laughs> it is context because you can't be afraid of them if, if you if your if your one fear that you had that it was a living thing is is out of the way. Right. So they're unfertilized eggs. So meaning that the sperm of the male chicken never made it there at all. So it's literally kind of like for us, the egg being released in a human and not being fertilized by the man. That's right. all it is. Huh. So there's no life form there at all. So eggs are best protein source, one of the best on the planet. And you should, I, every morning you should have eggs. I think, I think I need to Omega tell. Omega-3s, vitamin D. I need to, a lot of benefits. I need there. to tell my wife that. Because yeah, I, I, I always yeah. feel like she was afraid to eat the egg. Cause yeah, because it's from a chicken. It's from a chicken. There's a baby chicken there. I can't <laughs> eat it. It's. I'm pretty sure chickens are a source of food that's pretty universal all around the world. So don't L- be afraid of eggs. Yeah, a little side note. I love to boil the eggs. Hard-boiled eggs. I can't. Dude, they're too dry. You think so? Yeah, they're too dry. See? Man, that's a perfect dude, snack takes, for me. I can eat five scrambled eggs in a minute. I mean, I don't eat like that just for, so everybody knows. But my point being, and it takes me five minutes to eat two hard-boiled eggs. It's too much time. Yeah, but you don't... You can't have a conversation when you're eating one. You have to drink water. <laughs> dude, I don't... I shouldn't have to drink water after every bite of a hard-boiled egg. Oh, man. I don't know. I just, I feel like there's, it's a good snack. It's a really good snack. It fills you up. Yeah. If you slice it up, put it on a salad. If you're prepping for lunch, then right. that's a good idea. Yeah. It's easier that way. But you're just telling me you bite into it like an apple. Oh yeah. That's terrible. Dude. I no. see. We don't see eye to eye on everything. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. So like before we were with Red Lotus Nutrition, let's give you a little backstory. My wife and I would prep and our snacks would be either a bag full of veggies of, you know, like. I don't even know what a bag of veggies. Like a bag carrots, of veggies, carrots and celery, celery and stuff like that. And then we would just boil like a two two twelve packs of eggs, and then we would just peel them. And then we'd have snacks throughout the week because I feel like I could eat two whole hard boiled eggs and I'm full. That's good, like that's a meal. No, that's for a good me. point. That's a really like, good point though. So the reason that's good for you. So just because just because I can't do it doesn't mean don't do it. Right. Because two eggs is 140 calories, roughly. Yeah. I think it'd be 14 grams of fat, but this, the saturated fat thing is is, is definitely a myth. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can have, we'll probably have, I could have a doctor to the left of you and a doctor to the right of you, and they both would disagree on that. Right. But the point is, eggs have omega-3s, vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Um, the cholesterol is not a problem if you're active. Right. So... I would only say eat more than a few eggs a day, a few whole eggs a day, if you're lean and your cardiovascular system is healthy and your mm-hmm. heart is healthy. Right. I wouldn't want someone who's three to 400 pounds eating five whole eggs or six whole eggs and a bunch of meat because you don't want that cholesterol when you're 
um, already having health problems from being overweight. So that's just a, a good point there. <laughs> For sure. If you're listening. So, but a few, two eggs, man, it's interesting. That level of fat is the perfect snack. So it's the same thing if you were to have a, a handful of almonds would give you uh, 10 to 14 grams of fat, depending on how big your hand is. Right. Yeah. And then you feel full for like four hours. Yeah. So, and the, the protein plus the fat in the egg, it, it will make you feel full longer than carbs. Right. So that was, a, that's another argument for being anti-carb on my end. All right. So that's, that's interesting because even though I can't eat them, the benefits are there. So yeah. The hard boiled eggs for sure. For sure. Give it a shot and let us know because I mean, like, like Josh said, he can't do it, but I love it and I used to do it and I want to start doing it, but it is a little, a little bit of a time consuming process, but right. It's basically a complete food. So my point getting back to it would be if you can cook eggs in the morning, if you have the time to do it, it's worth it. Um, if you don't have the time, Greek yogurt's great. Try to avoid granola. Fresh blueberries would be a good thing to put in there. Um, I don't know if you tried, have you ever tried walnuts? Mm-mm. Like you can do a little raw honey, walnuts, Greek yogurt. That's a really good way to start the day. I would say the goal would be to start with at least 300 calories from protein and fat. So if you're trying to switch from a higher carb diet, which dude, most of this community definitely is on a higher carbohydrate diet. Oh, for just sure. Eating carbs every day. Yeah. It's just the norm. Um, all the bars have it. All the snacks have it. There's really nothing you can get uh, that's going to have no carbs. So this should be an experiment a lot of people can run. Mm-hmm. So for one week, I would say just go um, with like an egg scramble. Get turkey sausage or chicken sausage and eggs. Scramble that together every morning. That's all you're going to eat mm-hmm. for breakfast. Uh, spinach probably would be a good thing to put to put those on. Because um, the spinach goes down, man. With, with sausage or eggs, you can just keep eating spinach and you don't yeah. even taste it. Yeah. So that's a green you should definitely throw in there. Oh, yeah. Um, Love me some raw spinach. Yeah, at least 300 calories up to 500. So make yourself a scramble like that and test it out. So that would be my recommendation for trying to start the day with less carbs and seeing if you have more energy during the day. Right. So And then that relates to the sleep. So this is a cool point, man. This is a cool uh, rabbit hole here because... When you aren't as hungry throughout the day, it it plays into the evening. So, like, if you have sufficient calories in the earlier parts of your day, you don't crave as much at night. So the carb cravings a lot come from the fact that you skipped a meal. I mean, that's a fact. You skip right. breakfast, you're starving later. Or you skip lunch, you're starving. Or you skip that healthy snack between uh, lunch and dinner, and then dinner comes around and you're eating everything. The carbs are the first thing you're going towards. <laughs> so that's interesting. They tie right together. Right. So I think the sleep topic is pretty much, we've covered that pretty much, right? Is there anything you want to like finalize yeah. that topic with as far as helping people understand how it can affect your sleep, your diet and fitness? Yeah. Every bullet point, we're going to ask you guys to send us stories that you have of ways that you've noticed in your life that things have changed for you when you've made a change. So we're going to ask that you... If you notice a change in your sleep, please send us that. Um, but I would just say just try it out, write it down, take a little, make little notes, see if you're sleeping better. Uh, you should wake up a little bit earlier. Uh, you might wake up before your alarm, or at least when your alarm does go off, you hit snooze less and you just have more energy when you pop oh, yeah. up. So, dude, the snooze button is <laughs> it's the devil. <laughs> it's it's terrible. And if your diet's not on, and you're especially if you're sleeping only five or six hours a night, like most yeah, dude, most some of these guys we meet. 
work insane out dude ten, even 10 hours it would be too much for me yeah i mean here i am working way longer than that every day on red lotus but i'm doing something that i enjoy some right. of these guys man have they're working construction for 10 12 hours a shift and it's how do you sleep five hours a night and pop up and do it again right so the nutrition is going to help there yeah. so that's what i'd say make note of it write it down keep just keep a journal by your bed just yeah. when you wake up first thing you do is go oh i, I do have more energy today or Today I noticed I, uh, I got through the day easier. Yeah. Because I wasn't so groggy in the morning. Right. Something like that, and then let us know. So I f- every I f- every topic we're probably going to ask for feedback. So. Yeah, yeah. I feel like piggybacking off of what he said about you when you when you're, <laughs> you want to make sure you're sleeping obviously because if you're training, that's when you're growing. I think I feel like a lot of people don't understand that is like, if you're not getting. If your diet, it's, it's all intertwined. Right. So if, you're, if your diet is off, you're not sleeping right, that, that way you're not training right. If you're not training, <laughs> your diet, it just all <laughs> intertwines. And if you're not yeah. getting enough sleep, you're not going right. you know, to yeah, grow. Man. That's awesome. Because if you don't eat right, you don't feel right. If you don't feel right, you don't have a good workout. Right. If you don't have a good workout, you, you snap at somebody around you or you're not fun to be around that night. Or Dude, that's like... I think that's a perfect leeway into the next topic. Yeah, absolutely. So mood, I'm actually excited about this. How does diet and fitness affect your mood and interaction with other people? So I feel like personally, I guess I'll start this off. When my diet and fitness is on point, I feel like my mood is on cloud nine. When when your meals are, well, I mean, I'm using Red Lotus, (laughs) but when you got your meals prepped and... Everything is just smooth and you're, you're training every day. doesn't matter if it's how long, whatever, whatever you're training. I feel like I'm just like, like everything is cool. Me and the wife are good. And we were just talking about this before we, we, when we were, when we were brainstorming, it just, your music sounds better. Oh yeah. It, it affects things. Yeah. It affects everything. So I'm gonna let you talk about how it affects your mood and interaction with other people. Cause I feel like we both can kind of just talk about that for like a half hour. Cause it's yeah. training and diet is big for both of us. So yeah. Well, first I think we should give a shout out to, so he's okay with this, by the way, I cleared it. You're good. <laughs> cool. Um, so, uh, the Sealy Wright company, it's, it's a Sealy of Kalamazoo, Sealy Florida Kalamazoo. We are starting to work with, to get meals into, the dealership every day so that their staff can eat healthier because they're normally eating out every day. So we're starting with that. And it's in, this is the same conversation about mood benefits to we were, that we were talking to the owner mm-hmm. about. He knows that his staff would be easier to get along with. They'd have more energy, so they'd, they'd be willing to go up to customers more. So just from a business standpoint, it's interesting that, that there are people aware that when you eat differently, you're more productive. You get more stuff done. Right. You're friendlier to be around you're not just sitting at the desk just half asleep right (laughs) right everything it changes everything about the way you see other people you're actually excited to talk to somebody you're not you're not thinking in your head like oh my god would this guy stop talking so i can go back to bed or (laughs) or go sit at my desk or man i feel like crap if you're thinking man i feel like crap while somebody important is in front of you talking that's not (laughs) it's probably your diet if you just feel that bad that you can just sit down at two in the afternoon I don't know, man. Yeah, that's... that's uh, so we'll start there. So we're going to note, as long as it continues to be okay with the dealership, we're going to note what we see in in them. 
because I'm pretty sure that we're going to try to change like 70% of them to eating a better diet. Right. And see if everything gets better for them. Yeah. So we'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, as far as me personally. This will be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as me personally. <laughs> um, I'm the same way though. I feel on cloud nine when everything's going right. Mm-hmm. Like the music's flowing. I'm, I'm writing everything down. I'm, I'm, I can keep track of like 10 different things going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I'm, when I don't eat carbs in the morning, I eat a, uh, it's about 500 calories between the smoothie and the egg scramble. So you don't have to have the smoothie. I just really like having uh, the smoothie because with the protein powder and the blueberries, I can put my supplements. So if I have, like if you guys are starting to get into like CLA powders, uh, greens, superfoods, uh, collagen, dude, there's, I mean, what else? What do you put? I mean, you could put creatine. Some guys, if you're if you're working out, yeah. Um, there's a ton of fat burning powders. I mean, whatever you're trying to use, it can get covered up in the smoothie. So that's yeah. kind of why I like it because yeah. I put greens in there. I'll put some certain herbs sometimes, like legit herbs from yeah. PNC. <laughs> um, and it just masks the taste for me, so I'm able to get a lot of uh, nutrients in right away. So I think that hitting your body right away in the morning with nutrition is what gives you the energy to get through the day. Right. I think that waiting till later to do it is the reason people feel so bad. So I think your metabolism is peak in the morning. Mm-hmm. I think you should take in most of your nutrition right away. And that includes your vitamins. That includes um, CLA. That includes fish oil. Um, Multivitamin. Yeah. every Everything your body's going to use as, just digest, as it's digesting to build new proteins to keep you awake. Right. Keep your brain running solid. Yeah. I think that's interesting that a lot of people don't realize that your brain and your mood are actually, they're dictated by your calorie intake because your brain takes up 25% of your calorie consumption. I think that's an accurate percentage. If I'm wrong, just let us know in a comment. (laughs) Um, But I'm pretty sure it's 25%. So it's interesting. Yeah, that's a lot. Such a small space. So, but when your brain can't, process information right or you're feeling sluggish you can't think right you feel like you're thinking through a fog of course you're not going to be in a good mood especially at work when there's like a lot of stimuli people are asking you to do this and do that and you got customers and people around you or whatever your job is Mm -hmm. there's a lot going on and if you can't focus on that you're going to get frustrated you're going to lash out at people you're not going to be very happy with your job i think in order to be the best version of you at work um is to feel your best at work. And the only way you do that is if you start your day right 100% of the time. Right. It's not it's just not even an option. So I'm going to argue just, just if there's anything that anyone could learn from me, I would hope it would be just wake up and do, do something right away that's going to set your day up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is because everybody's different. Right. Like you're all whole food with the exception. You put the, the oats in the shake, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you're all whole food about it. I'm I'm between the smoothie and eggs. I'm doing two different things. Doesn't matter how you do it, but if you set it up right, you'll feel way better all day. Right. And I think that that having that positive mood for me makes uh everything I do better. The conversations with people, the clients coming in, um, interactions with my kids. I, I can do I have more energy to do stuff with them. Mm-hmm. I'm actually in the mood to do stuff with them. Right. Like that's huge, man. Yeah. I mean I guess I would compare it to being hungover, which, and I don't even drink really hardly at all. Mm-hmm. Red wine is my favorite. I love red wine. Right. The wife and I love red wine with dinner, especially chicken or steak or 
Yeah, man. Wants to try that. Brianna doesn't like to drink though, so it's like if you why we don't really if you get her into some red wine, man. I'm sure, or some or some really good like. There's some really good sweet whites. Yeah. That you that I. It's actually, I know she's gonna hear this and say something to me, but here it goes. (laughs) Uh, She started with only white wine. Brittany started with only white wine. Brittany's my wife. In case you guys are jumping in, on podcast number three, not number four. You know what that is? I've been thinking that this whole time. Did I say podcast number four at the beginning? You can edit it in. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, okay, yeah, podcast number three. Right. Well, I guess practice would have counted as number one. True. And this is still practice. Yeah. So when we get what, to- what would be a reasonable <laughs> expectation for people to expect this to be perfect? I don't know. Let's say like 100. Yeah. Podcast 100, we, we'll should, be we should be like- 100%. Yeah. To the T. Exactly. Maybe. Maybe some music, <laughs> some video on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a legit introduction and right. all that. But anyway, oh, yeah. Introduction. I just feel like you act better with others too, you know, in the workplace or at home. Mm-hmm. I know that when I'm thinking clearly because I had the right start to my day, I had the smoothie, I had the supplements, I felt really good. Um, I'm a better listener. I listen to my spouse better. I listen to customers better. I'm actually, I can focus on what they're saying and, right. t- and take it to heart and uh, plan accordingly. I'm writing notes down. I can multitask. I can handle 10 different things coming in at once. A little bit easier if you're eating better, that's for sure. Or if you hadn't skipped a meal, especially. Um, but but also makes me a better listener with my kids too. So I feel like I can talk to them better I can put up with them better. They're running around mm-hmm. and we're, we're still able to go outside and play sometimes. And I can kind of manage all the tasks of life better. doesn't matter how stressed out you get. doesn't matter the situation. At least the diet for me helps me stay level headed through everything. So, right. I mean, do you feel like when you went on a vacation and you started eating badly, do you notice a change in the way you act towards people? Do like, you feel... Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be like. Oh it doesn't God. have to be. It doesn't have to be a few days of eating bad. It could oh, be like one meal. One meal. Yeah. One meal. Like that's all it takes for me. Because, like pasta, or what would be or pizza. Man, you know my thing's pizza. Yeah, pizza. So, but like son, like we were talking in in the last Those podcast. Italians, man. Hey, no. Always. <laughs> I'm not Italian. We're but, all part Italian. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> But we're like we were the whole world's part of town. Yeah, like we were saying in the last podcast, that one meal made me so depressed. Not, I keep saying depressed. It made me very unhappy with myself. Very, it's depressed. You, you would Just say, call, you oh, would, yeah, you would say depressed. Yep. Like, why in the you, hell, yeah, man, did I eat that meal? I think that way. It completely screws your mood up. Yeah, you're disappointed in yourself. That's the thing for me. I do not like being disappointed in myself. Right. I don't know how I got to that point, but at a certain point, you just say enough is enough. I don't want to feel like crap anymore. I don't want to look like crap anymore. Right. That's what turned it around for me. I'm yeah. like, okay, just I'm just going to stop accepting all that crap I was doing. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them. You just have to be able to <laughs> admit it to yourself. Like if, okay, wait, wait a second. If I go through this McDonald's drive through line right now, I know that in an hour, I'm going to feel terrible. And we'd be like, what? Why did I do that? What was the point of that? I ate it in like 30 seconds, driving down the road. Like, you know what? Yeah. 
I mean, you yeah. feel like a jerk to yourself yeah. in a way. Yep. Like, what the hell was that? Like letting yourself down, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been doing so good, man. But then, I know. like, I have my my Arabic, how do you say it? Arabica bean coffee at McDonald's, and apparently they oh, put vegetable oil in it. Dude, and you're smelling... <laughs> Yeah, it's You're smelling a, egg McMuffins yeah, and sausage. It's a very hard thing browns. for me, but luckily, that's not as a bad temptation for me. It's oh right, it's the nighttime food. Yeah, I mean, or the the pizza or the football party food. Oh god, yeah. wings, pizza. It's all going out the door. So <laughs> what we're gonna post this on Friday. So on Sunday is the Dolphins' first. NFL regular season game against the Tennessee Titans and we're going all out. So it's going to be my first real test on how my, how my, how my willpower is going to be. Or I'll call you. Yeah. What's in your hand? I'm just going to call you. That's all. You're you're not even going to be able to say hello. What is in your hand, Derek? At this precise moment, what's in my hand or Uh, the phone? (laughs) Oh God. The phone's in my right. What's in your left hand? Yeah. Chicken wing. (laughs) Hey, we support cheat days. I will go all the way that far and say that I support cheat days, not just cheat meals. Really? Yeah, I'll go that far. Elaborate. For for a normal, healthy human being that's not trying to be jacked, 5% body fat, it's pretty normal to just say, today's a day. But <laughs> Today's a day. Yeah, today's the day. You wake up and you go. <laughs> no, I th- I'd say just call it within reason. Right. So like if I'm going to go out to breakfast on a Sunday, um, that's the only meal I cheat with, by the way, is like pancakes or... Like that twice a year Olive Garden or something like that oh, man. for dinner, but that doesn't happen. It's usually breakfast. Yeah. If I have a cheat day, like a Sunday morning when I carb up and I have leg day or doing a, I still do a good workout. Maybe that's part of your success sitting every morning in that you're smelling that every morning. Yeah. But doesn't it be honest with me? Uh-oh. Do you, do you judge anybody coming in there every morning? repetitively for the same food do you i mean have you ever looked over and been like man that dude eats like four you think that i've i've noticed a trend so, so i've it almost helps you yeah i i've started this this 5 a.m thing and it's insane for a lot of people like the guy across from me he thinks i'm freaking insane for getting up that early but it helps me but anyways long story short i go to my local mcdonald's and get a black coffee and I write my thoughts out for the day. I get my day planned out, my workouts, my eating, stuff like that. And there's always this dude that comes in, probably like I would say 6.30. Obviously, I don't know what he has, but it's obviously not good if it's McDonald's. He's got a bag full of McDonald's every day, just in and out, in and out. And I'm like, interesting. I mean. Is he a pretty heavy guy? He's a little bit on the heavy side, but still. I mean, it's it's interesting to me. Like right. The mindset of that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And I think it's normal. I really do think it's normal and not any, it's not your fault given that you weren't raised, you didn't raise yourself, you mm-hmm. didn't choose where you're born, you didn't choose your parents, you didn't choose what they fed you, you didn't choose what you were given in school. I mean, there's a lot of factors that lead to people eating that way. And that dude probably doesn't see that he's doing, he doesn't see the habit, how right. unhealthy it is. Like yeah. It's like that TV show on TLC where they like back a truckload up of pizza boxes and dump it on the guy that eats like two pizzas every day. I guess his whole diet is just pizza. Oh, geez. Like that show. I yeah. think I sent you one of those links. Yeah, I think you did. It's like people don't see it sometimes until it's right in front of them. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a bad thing. Right. Um, by any means. But, but yeah, you were saying that maybe it's helping you seeing that every yeah. single day. Yeah, for sure. It's helping you start your day right. 
yeah you know, make I, a bad choice every yeah, morning yeah it, 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 i think it definitely helps right and then you're trying the fasted cardio with it too right yeah so <laughs> this is kind of off topic but i feel well, like it's important as far as your mood yeah i, mean, I feel like Regardless of what it is, starting your day with something that you want to, like a goal or something that you love doing. So I rec- this has became a love of mine, just having that peace and peace and quiet in the morning. And then after I have my coffee, I do my fasted cardio and um, I, it just makes me feel like on top of the day. Right. Like this, this last week that I've done it, I feel like I've, I've looked leaner. I look, I mean, I think you noticed it. That yeah. I've looked a little bit leaner. Yeah, I do notice it. And you said that, I think you had a Facebook post where you said that you feel better. Like you have more energy. Yeah, yeah. From starting your day with fitness. Right. So for me, I think my peak is between like noon and 2 p.m. or something like that. Like I think, I really do think that everybody's body clock is set up different just because of the way you grew up or your job or if you're third shift, you're not going to have, I mean, there's, sure. that's a really blatant example if yeah. you're a third shifter. For you and I, you were on uh, a schedule at, in a, at retail mm-hmm. in management where yep. you were up at four yep. or something like, dude, four. I used to get up at four for Speedway. I was a district manager for Speedway yeah. in training. Yeah, I left GNC to do that for four months. Mm. And uh, you want to talk about hitting your mood hard, eating Speedway food. I mean, as I was scrounging for protein bars and tornadoes and doing whatever I could there, right? Yeah, you can talk about that, man. Just just switching the time clock of when I was eating threw everything off. My mood, I was depressed, I felt terrible. Mm-hmm. So your body clock's at, at, on a 5 a.m., and there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I peak at like 12 to 2 to work out, um, or in the end of the evening, I'm better. And then for you, I, I write at night is when my creative, my brain kind of opens up. Right. I don't know whether it's a result of the workout that could be an argument because mm-hmm. like, you feel better right after your fasted cardio mood wise and energy wise. And then at night I feel better after my night workout. So that's probably all it is. It's just a timing thing. So yeah. we're not suggesting a certain way to start your day by any means. Right. Just find your own thing. It all goes back to what we said in the last podcast is do you make mm-hmm. it simple. Like I still, I still do my weight training resistance training at the end of the day, but I feel like just that burst of some sort of activity in the morning. It's just 30 minutes on a bike for me. It's just, I get my cardio done and it just makes me feel like a million dollars. Yeah. I honestly. like, I really like stretching first as I, I do that every day. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's like get out of the shower and stretch or right after you get dressed, um, just sit down and stretch out. It just feels better to like stretch your back, legs, shoulder, arms, chest, yeah. neck. I mean, you just feel like I'm walking out of the house, like, awake yeah and flexible not that like cold shower probably helps a little bit too right and, yeah i'm not limping out of the house like i just rolled out of bed i don't i can't do that feeling because you see people right first thing in the morning you're gonna gimp in you just look like you just rolled out of bed right it's just not a good look so yeah stretching stretching is a way to get blood flow too that's that's healthy for anybody listening that can't do 5 a.m cardio like you <laughs> yeah um i could try it like, I know I could, man. I know I could yeah. pop up and go yeah. out the door and run, but I just don't think it'd be right for me. Yeah. It takes a lot. Like, tonight we're doing this podcast, and I had to be up in, what time is it right now? Do we know what time it is right now? Anybody? 
moral of the story is it takes a lot. 1016. But I know that if I don't have my morning like structured. Yeah, like I don't have that time, that quiet time in the morning to, you know, for me it's doing my devotions. Right. And um devotions and coffee. yeah you know just having that that routine everybody has a routine and mine mine just happens to be from 5 to seven thirty. Right. then yeah makes I mean, perfect sense yeah so yeah i would say just writing the plan out though is huge oh yeah so you have to write it down or else it won't get done yeah sticky note on your mirror i mean you've, we've all heard weird examples put it on your windshield <laughs> yeah i mean just find something that works yeah to remind yourself every day like oh i forgot my smoothie okay get back out of the car, walk in the house for what a minute and a half. I can make a smoothie pretty fast. Yeah. If you don't have the extra two minutes, you're booking your, your life too tight. (laughs) That's what I would say. Yeah. I don't think I've met or heard of any successful people that Mm, don't plan their day. Yeah. You know, like how do you, if anybody listening does that, like they're just like, Oh, I don't need to write stuff down. I got it all in my head. I need lessons. (laughs) I get, I get everything done. I remember yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. I still forget crap. Yep. When I write it down. Yep. Like Me in too. a list form, I write my day down like the other day. This is probably too TMI for you guys, but <laughs> I was at, I was doing leg day and I had my, my list out for what everything that I was doing that day. And I got to the gym and I forget my socks for, <laughs> yeah, you told me that. Yeah. So I had to, Something so small can throw your whole day off. I had a big decision to make. I could say, screw this. I'm not going to work out on my, work my legs. Or I could just suck it up, put my bare feet into my, <laughs> into my shoes yeah. and rock it. And that's yep. what I did. I so how did that feel? It was disgusting. Half the workout, you're thinking about your feet. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> how uncomfortable you feel. It's absolutely terrible. That's exactly an analogy for how you feel if you don't have a morning routine with breakfast though. Yeah. Isn't that true? Yeah. You just feel, man, you feel. You're like crawling in your skin. You have anxiety. Yeah. Didn't didn't I tell you that uh, about the research on that? Anxiety levels go down when you start your day with enough calories. I think so. so. Yeah. Write it down. Yeah. Make make writing that down a priority. I think 500 calories is ideal. I think too much and your body's working too hard to break down food. I think too little is not enough. I think like 500, like we talked about, for a normal guy that's. 170 to 200 pounds and i think for women three to 400 is enough yeah i don't want to get i don't want to get too far off topic but i just want to ask you what intermittent fasting yeah like okay yeah i I had a guy touch real quick yeah i had a guy come like after i was doing my fasting cardio i was getting ready to come to red lotus and he's like so what kind of i don't know how it started but he's like i intermittent fast i don't eat until like one o'clock in the afternoon right i'm like it works. You, it works for some people. It works. You know, it it works for weight loss and it works to detox your body because you actually give your body a chance to process everything right. completely because your body does not process like we eat every, on average, four to five hours as Americans right. between their meals. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I don't know. I don't know how the world's trending with when yeah. they eat, but um you never get a real chance to break all that down, I feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just take 
eggs at one and a half hours digestion time, whey proteins one hour, eggs are two hours. I, I'm not trying to get too far off topic, but this right. intermittent fasting thing's important because yeah. you guys hear about it everywhere. It's on Facebook, it's on YouTube, it's, and you should know this just to figure out if it's right for you. So um, anyway, the t- everybody's timing's different on when they're eating. So when you do intermittent fast, you get to detox everything. Your digestive system is clean. Your body's not doing any work to digest food, which means that the calories from digestion are being diverted to use for your brain and other functions that keep you healthy. So there's the detox element. There's also the energy element. You hear people like euphoria Mm -hmm. um, from running on ketones because your body's getting into a fat-burning state. That can give you like a euphoric energy. Um, So that's a positive you know, well-being component to intermittent fasting. But there's a big but with intermittent fasting for me. Um, It's not ideal for muscle growth. And you can have people that are going to argue against that because like they say, well, growth hormones peaking and all that. It's, it's, I just, you do lose muscle tissue when you intermittent fast. So if you're interested in intermittent fasting just for weight loss, then I'm all for it. I think that having a eight hour or 10 hour eating window is really uh, beneficial to control yourself Mm -hmm. and give yourself structure. I think any form of structure you come up with is good and fasting is a version of that. Um, But you will lose muscle if you're trying to be what we are. (laughs) So I'm I'm not personally, I'm not for it for me, but I do think it works. I think some of the really extreme fasting isn't the healthiest thing. The argument is obviously you can not eat anything at all is a form of fasting. What mm-hmm. some people fast for all sorts of different reasons, traditions, religions, things like that for long periods of time, but that doesn't make it healthy. You know, it just doesn't make it a part of life that you have to skip eating for two weeks or something. It's just not a healthy thing to do. Right. So, but other than that, getting back on, uh, back on topic, we were talking about your, that was your question. Yeah, but uh, that that could be a whole other podcast topic. Is talking about the different, the different, different diets out there and how yeah. they that'll it, the fasting thing's weird. Yes. As far as um, yeah, there's six hours, eight hours, ten hours, twelve hours. So we'll try to break down the differences. Yeah, we'll be sure to have research for those because I feel like research having research to back us up on those would help yeah. a lot. But yeah, so. and it, just please send us stories, guys, too, yes. with this stuff. So if, yeah. you, if you tried fasting. If you've noticed changes with your um, smoothie in the morning, if you started making breakfast every day and you noticed a change, just email us. Right. We really do want to hear all these stories. Yeah. It'd be really cool to hear from you guys on, because it's local. We're going to hear from people that we know, mm-hmm. hear from people that are local, and it just feels closer to home than just watching a YouTube video or you see it on Instagram or Facebook and you just don't really connect with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, send it in. For sure. Yeah. What is, what is, is it Red Lotus Meals? Oh yes. Yeah, email? Yeah. Red Lotus Meals at gmail.com. Okay. Um, or you can just send us a message on Facebook too. For sure. That works. Yes. So mental clarity is our next topic. How does diet and fitness affect the peace of mind, the clarity, your focus on a day-to-day basis? What do you think? We kind of talked about it with uh, the fact that your brain's burning calories to keep your brain going so when you do have enough your brain's working right Mm -hmm. um but clarity for me is like i can clearly think about the day the day that i want 
I can execute it. I can plan it out. I can plan my next step. I'm thinking ahead. I mean, we already talked about treating other people better. It's just, it literally is just having a better day Mm -hmm. mentally for me. You're not depressed. You're not going in and out of uh, manic depressive phases. It's just maintaining the right foods throughout the day, all day. You just don't lose mentally. You just feel great all day. That's as simple as that for me. I feel like um, a lot, um, I feel like I feel the same way with Josh about the diet, but it's like the fitness side of it. If I don't lift, I am so like I'm gone. Like I don't feel. It's hard to explain how I feel when I don't train in a day. I don't know. Maybe you can like kind of piggyback because I feel like we're the yeah, same. Like we if are. we don't if we don't weight train, I don't like taking a day off either. Do you feel that? I mean, do you I, ever feel that or do you look forward to a day off? I feel bad when I take a day off. Yeah, especially if you don't feel sore yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Like I'm flexing my back or going, man, do I? can I do this type of workout today? Yeah. I'm trying to at least think of something. Yeah, but then I, I always bring it back to like you need the rest you know. for your body to grow. So, yeah. I mean. You know you need to rest yeah. for your immune system. Yes. For repairing tissue, for fixing your joints. Yes. Just remember your, everybody listening, you're your joints grow slower, your tendons and ligaments grow slower than muscle. So that's how you actually get hurt is working out too hard without giving your body enough rest to catch up. So right. that's definitely something good to drop in there. Make sure you take some days off, homies. Yeah, absolutely. Lotus community. What did we say? <laughs> Lotus community. Lotus community. Lotus community. Yeah. Just make um, sure you're taking a couple of days off during the week. Don't go seven days straight hard because... Yeah. And then I think you do start lagging mentally. Yes. If you keep training too hard. So. Yeah. Keep the, the fitness and the diet in check. Both. Yes. Don't yep. let either one get out of control. Because mm-hmm. you can go extreme on the eating too clean too. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can, you there's, and I mean that like starvation, people just eating like birds and not really taking care of themselves. That's all. Yeah. So mentally, you're you're way more on point. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't want to skip a day, I think. It'd yeah. probably be the reason why is you just don't want to, you don't want to let that feeling go. Because you always feel good when you're doing good and training and eating right. You just feel great. So I don't know, maybe you just don't want to let it go. Right. I feel like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to just sit here today. Yeah. But it's interesting that that becomes an addictive feeling. Yeah. Like you get excited to work out now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's a stress reliever. Yeah. In some ways, like you, you could be having a terrible day. Right. And I used to be in retail management. So terrible days happened all the time. And Stress, stress is just something that was part of the job. And I've, I think that's kind of part of the reason why I started training because it was just an outlet for me. And when, when I'm there, it's just therapeutic and I I leave and I'm like, it's just an outlet for me. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if you feel the same way. Like, I feel like if I don't train, I would take things home. I do. To my wife. Yeah. And Ask that they, do, they don't deserve any ounce of the stuff that's coming home. Right. Ask Brittany what happens to me when I don't stay on point. I'll be sure to ask her tomorrow. Yeah. Or email in what happens to Josh. when he's <laughs> right. I mean, it changes me. Yeah. It does. I'm not like out of my mind. Right. I'm just grumpy and yeah. irritable. And She can <laughs> tell like, oh, Josh didn't train yeah, today. Like, like I'll be mad that the dog's drinking water too hard. Yeah. Like the, the, the sound of the dog <laughs> at home. I'm like. But what the hell, man? It's like a. It's a hey! Yeah, I'm like, stop drinking so loud. <laughs> right. He looks at me like, what's 
I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm a dog. I can't take a put it in a cup. That's awesome. Yeah. So stuff you, like you do notice that yeah. you get pissed over the smallest yeah. things when you don't uh-huh. weight train when you've been doing it for so long. If you miss that, yeah, it's funny instance. I become aware of it over the years, so that now I tell her, she'll be like, "What's wrong with you?" I'll be like, oh, "I just haven't worked out yet." Yeah, I, that's been an answer a lot of the times. She's like, "Why do you seem on edge?" I'm like, "Oh, because I haven't trained yet, or I haven't done something where I feel productive." Yeah. Yep. But. I want to tell you guys something that's, this is super important to tie into this, Derek. It takes a long time to feel the difference. So what I'm getting at is not everybody's thinking like us when they're, they're not looking forward to the good feeling of a workout. They're not looking forward to ending the day eating perfect Mm -hmm. or at least close. They're not looking forward to it because they don't know how much better they're going to feel. Right. I think it takes weeks. It takes weeks of doing it. So the reason you feel like crap every day is because that's the way you're used to feeling. Mm-hmm. You're used to the bad diet, so you just assume that you're supposed to feel like that. You're not supposed to feel bad, guys. You're not supposed to be tired and lethargic and depressed. You're not supposed to feel that way. Right. You're As a human, you are just wired to get things done and feel good and have a family and, and be a good person. You're mm-hmm. just raised that way, yeah. and the diet is the issue with with all these things going on in our country with diabetes and depression and it's it's medication and carbs and bad food all across the board. Oh yeah. That's where all these diseases come from. So do it longer than a few days. I mean just you really have to stick to it and then once you do feel the benefits of what we're talking about of getting excited to do it every day, then you've won. Once you get that point, you guys have won. So that's the battle I think in life to achieve peak fitness and peak diet is to just stay the course for sure. Yeah. I mean that, and that ties right into flexible, uh, flexibility and physical strength too. And your endurance and stuff. Right. So. And your endurance to, to I, get out and do things. Yeah. I feel like flexibility is not my forte. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, not an easy one. Yeah. Fle- yeah. I, I'm uh six foot, uh, six foot three, six foot two or something like that. And I can barely, I can't touch my toes. But uh, I'm gonna let <laughs> I'm gonna let Josh elaborate on that one because I don't necessarily agree. I guess I can't say I agree with it mm. because it obviously it does affect your diet and fitness does affect your flex, flexibility. But as far as physical strength and endurance, anybody with a brain knows that right. your diet and fitness affects your physical strength and your endurance. So, right. um, but practically speaking, yes, yeah, practically speaking, for me, I'm talking about playing with your kids outside. Yes. Going and doing things with your family, taking trips. Yes. Just doing things with your wife. I mean, having the energy for mm-hmm. anything as a couple yeah. takes feeling good. Yeah. So, um, what would be some other examples? I mean, having good workouts, performing better at work, physically. Mm-hmm. It's all related to diet. So, yeah. I, we, and your exercise routines or stretching, yes. flexibility. I mean, if your job is to move boxes heavy boxes or equipment or you're working on a line or something like that, flexibility is huge for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't just have a stiff back, uh, lower lumbar issues. You're not, your body's all tight and tense and you're going to work like that every day. Right. That's either how you get hurt or it just messes you up worse. So I what? think, I think five minutes of stretching before bed or right when you get up is a really quick way to solve it. I was, I was just thinking just five that. minutes, just sit down, do cross the shoulder stretch your leg stretches i mean that's kind of what i do i don't have the time to do like a crazy 
routine. Right. How so. good does that morning stretch feel? Oh man, that is like the so you don't best. Do no, I'm I'm just saying like that natural stretch when you wake oh, right. up and you're like yeah exactly and you and it just feels so damn good. Right. So that's kind of yeah. what you're talking about, right? Yeah. I, I mean, do. not the not the natural stretch, but like actually taking the time, the five minutes to stretch yeah. out your it your feels, limbs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it does feel really good. Yeah. It's not supposed to be painful. Yeah. But it'll improve work performance. It'll improve. I mean, you can't play baseball with your son if you if you're all messed up. <laughs> yeah. Right. For just sure. anything is if you guys have a family. I mean, it does apply to everything unless yeah. you just are sedentary and don't have a physical job or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it affects everything. Flexibility does, especially later in life. I mean, you're more prone to injury mm-hmm. if you're not flexible. So I think this is a really interesting study done on uh, longevity, gerontology, like the study of aging. And they find that the strong, the, the quad strength and the actual stability of a person determines, in a sense, how long they live. That's what the study was correlating, a link between quad strength balance and how long you live so you live longer with stronger legs because you don't go into a nursing home as early in your life because you don't fall and break a hip or you don't fall and break an ankle or you don't fall and hurt your knee when you actually can walk without tripping over stuff the the reason you see people falling at home as they're getting older i'm sure we're going to have some older listeners too yeah so Leg strength is the number one thing to focus on as you're getting older. But you you don't neglect it when you're younger just because it doesn't matter right. when you're older. Right. So my point is is strong legs, flexibility, physical strength, um, you will live longer. You're not, I mean, just given that most people end up in a home, not most, a lot of people end up where they can't take care of themselves and they right. don't have family that are local to support them. Right. So. You, you won't be in that. You'll be able to live at home. My great-grandma man is, oh, no, I can't get her age wrong, 98. Yeah. Wow. Kicking in her own house, walking around. Look at that. Yeah. And that's, she can still balance and walk. That's the only reason she lives by herself. So if you don't think physical strength and endurance <laughs> and being flexible is important to live in a long, long, healthy life, 98 years old and you're walking around if she couldn't walk I don't there's no way she'd be alive I mean Mm -hmm. I I think I can say that safely because when you go to a home you kind of lay around you don't have a lot to do Mm -hmm. you're not going to play board games at least she's at home with her cat well she had a cat and uh, watching TV things like that right so she's still in the now and people are visiting her and she's got family she's still getting a car you still take her places I mean that's it's huge man it sounds like it's not but it really is. Yeah. Because what you do now is setting up everything for later in life. It all matters. And I know for sure that I need to start taking flexibility seriously and stretching because yeah, I don't stretch. I never stretch. Right. Like before I train, before I just feel like if I do a warm up set before I jump into my four sets of whatever. Right. Then that's enough. Yeah. I don't necessarily, I don't know if there's a lot of studies back and forth on pre- weightlifting mm-hmm. specific flexibility but and stretching um i just mean more like general right general health and fitness yeah. too. yeah so i think it's important for general daily living and being your best and as far as pre pre-workout i don't really have a i think a little bit helps stretching regimen or whatever yeah before you work out i do kind of follow a routine a little bit shoulder hang 
stretch out the shoulders, stretch, stretch out the my chest. legs. Uh, yeah, I do the lower back stretch, I bend over, or I sit on the floor and I pull to one. Yeah, stretch hamstrings, glutes, lower back, chest. Yeah, chest a little bit if I need to. Or I'll do a few sets of, of push ups and kind of like really squeeze yeah. and feel my shoulders and my body yeah. working a little bit, get warmed up like that. Yeah. So that's pre- probably all it takes for me. Some people have crazy stretching routines. It's like, dude, you 20 minutes? I don't know. I don't know about that. Got to get a whole workout in. Right. <laughs> exactly. So to summarize, diet and fitness affects everything, literally everything. Affects your, affects your sleep. What were you going to say? I was going to say there's obvi- there's more than that too, obviously. I mean, we just we focused on the bigger topics. So, yeah. But there's a lot yeah. that it affects that we didn't just talk about. Yeah. So. But it affects your sleep, your mood to inter in your mood slash interaction with other people, your well being, your health, your mental clarity, your physical strength, endurance, and your flexibility. It kind of like all mm-hmm. joins into one big. I, it it I affects your whole life. You'll be a better person. Yeah, I think. Yes. Yep. If you start you start incorporating the diet. I think diet's more important, honestly, because prime example is Jason. Yeah, dude's lost. Oh right, so Massive much weight. Of weight right? Just changing his diet. Yep. And he hasn't trained at all. I don't think he's not training. Is he training yet? No, no, not no. yet. So it's all we're, diet. We're talking about it. I mean, I'm a prime example. I, I've been training. Good lord, how long have I been training? I would say about two years. Probably yeah, two, probably two years faithfully. But until I started changing the diet, is that's when I started seeing the results. So the results I, follow the diet. Yeah, sure. I mean, and that's true for the way you feel. It's true for the yeah, way you sleep, yeah. and think, and uh, I think on the second podcast or the first podcast, you remember me saying that the way you think stems from the way you eat. Yes, I th- yeah, that's exact. We're right in the same vein on this one. Yeah. So yeah, it'll improve your life, guys. So and um, we want to end with asking everybody to send us stuff like we already talked about. Email us stories. Um, Specifically, email us stories of at-work situations or home when someone around you noticed and mentioned a change in your behavior from your diet. So either that or exercise, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like if someone's noticed um, that someone around them is acting different or they're in a better mood or maybe fitness and diet has pulled you out of a depression. I've actually heard that before. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like it can change everything. Yeah. So if you have any really cool stories or even from minor all the way to major, just please send it to us. Um, you don't have to give permission for us to share it. It's just it's going to be really cool for us to get the feedback like that and hear some stories. So, but in the email, if you if you're willing to let us talk about it, just just say down at the bottom of the email that you're allowing us to talk about it. We won't use any last names or anything like that. So, um, you think that's that's cool? Yeah, and I would I would also say to kind of piggyback off that, just if you guys have any ideas for like podcast topics, because eventually we're going to run out. So, um, actually, we have a couple podcasts. So basically we have a sheet at Red Lotus at the front desk of Red Lotus and we have a podcast topic suggestion area and then f- your favorite meal. So basically just to give us some context. So right. um, for you guys online, you could probably, they could probably use the email, right? They could probably use Red Lotus meals and yeah. kind of, or the Facebook page or right. If you have an idea, just put podcast idea. Yeah. Subject, subject headline. Yeah. And I just, I've, we want to get you guys involved as much as possible. And the, the like we said at the beginning, the f- the feedback has been awesome already. We're only, 
the third podcast in, not the fourth one. <laughs> and you guys seem to dig it. So yeah, send um, us everything idea yeah. wise. Yeah. So especially if you have something you want us to research mm-hmm. or something that you're trying or you were thinking about trying and you want our feedback and we'll dig into it. We'll pull up what we can and uh, pull out the useful information for you. So Right. So parting words for the Red Lotus community, Josh, give them some motivation. Yeah. Just start now. I mean, don't hesitate to make any changes you need to. I think everybody's at a different phase, a different step, a different point. And that's kind of the beauty of the the message and the mission in the podcast is everybody's at a different place. doesn't matter where you are. We're not here telling you we're perfect because we sure aren't perfect. We, we cheat a lot. We oh, make yeah. mistakes. But yep. the point is, is if you stay this course of eating clean and um, figuring out what works for your body and doing your best to exercise, even if you can't exercise, just stretch out every day mm-hmm. i mean that's considered a form of yoga in do a way something yeah do something and you guys will feel better so you'll prosper your family's gonna you're gonna get along with them better mm-hmm. your whole week's gonna go better and just let us know what you feel so yeah that's that's what i've got so i would i would just say just make sure you're, you're keeping your your why extremely strong make it selfless and i feel like that's gonna help get you through i know it does for me i know it does for josh so, um, just keep it not an inward reason to do it and, you know, it'll, it'll keep your motivation high, I think. So yep. write um, it down and go after it Yes. this week. Yes. So that is all we have. Thank you for listening yeah, to the Rising Lotus podcast episode three <laughs> and we will see you guys next week. Yep. Have a good week. See you guys.